Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the national four-time award-winning POET Radio. This is your award-winning Voices Behind the Pens. We are here each and every Monday night, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. Just check your local time zone so you guys can get on the call with us and have some fun like we do each and every Monday night. We are going to have a hot, awesome show tonight. We got uh, one of our friends from St. Louis calling in to feature with us tonight. So God is good. We're just going to have fun like we do every Friday. Every Friday. Sorry, Lord. I'm ready for Friday to get here that fast like we do every Monday. So let's get it cracking. We're going to uh, chime in with our host, Gina Storm, and see what she's been doing over the week. How has her week been? And uh, yes, how your week been, sis? What's going on? How are you? Oh, girl, I didn't have the kids and I wasn't Gigi. I was grown. You say you had the babies? I did not. It was my weekend Uh-oh. off. My grandson Uh-oh. was going to get his hair cut, but he and his sisters went to the children's museum with their other grandma. Didn't make it home in time. I told my mom that I would reschedule her and my grandson for next um, Saturday night. So when my sister-in-law called me back and said, well, you know, could I still make it to go out to dinner for her birthday? I said, sure, no problem. You know, let's grab a bite. Where are we going to be? She said, Jameson's. I said, sure, well, you know, I can have a glass of wine and no problem. Girl, please. I was so drunk. By the time we left, we did a pub crawl. I went to three bars and two restaurants and the bowling alley and dancing. Oh, wow. I got home uh- yesterday afternoon. <laughs> My mm-hmm. mother said, well, I'm in the bed with the heating pad. I was like, yeah, that came and went. I'm all, I'm good now. <laughs> I said, I'm that is my hilarious. Oh, yeah. So let me ask a question. Baking did, cookies did, or I'm drinking with the grown-ups. Well, did, did you at least dance the alcohol off? 
I did. And what made it so bad was she was laughing because I drink Mike's Hard Lemonade. I don't know if you ever had it. Uh-oh. My mom said, wine cooler, that ain't even a drink. <laughs> got alcohol in it. It's got alcohol in it. That is too funny. That is too funny. I can't drink much, but I had, I had a ball. I was turned up. And I can't dance, so you got to see that. I got to be drunk to get on the dance floor. Oh, oh, and I can't bowl either. <laughs> That is too funny. Well, I am so glad you enjoyed yourself. You let your hair down for a minute. That's what's up. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. That's, that, that's the key word, fun. As long as you're having fun, don't nothing else matters. That's what's up. <laughs> so we're going to check in with our brother, Gina. We're going to see how our brother has been right. throughout the week. Yeah, what's going on with you, brother? How your week been, man? It was, uh, it was okay, you know. You said it was okay? Okay, okay. Cool. As long as you have fun, had you a good week, that's what's up, y'all. My week was fun. My week was all right. My week was uh fun. I've been off of work. <laughs> I had went to a, a funeral last Friday that I was telling y'all about. So you know when the when the jobs give you like bereavement days, baby, I took all my bereavement days. I took my last one today. I said, hey, they paying for me to be off. I might as well take all three of them and, and chill out and enjoy myself. So today was my last one. You got to relax. I'm on open mic next Wednesday. At the touch of the past. And anybody know about the touch of the past, man? That's where a lot of us, a lot of people got their start. And, you know, a lot of people have graced the stage. Some of the great comedians that you all see on TV nowadays have graced the stage. And, you know, a lot of great performers have graced the stage at the uh, touch of the past. So, they had closed it down for a while and opened it back up and remodeled it. So I'm about to bring that old school flavor back. And uh, yeah, just have some fun. So if y'all ever around and in the area, come check me out. Uh, yeah. So we're going to get to the show. We're going to start off with the whole speed round. Um, and uh, without further ado, Gina Storm, if you're ready, take the floor on the mic. This is yours. All right. Um, title my freestyle tonight, Queen B. I got a picture from somebody. Sometimes people give you a picture, it gives you a prompt. So this is my this is my piece. Queen B. Lose your Queen B okay. chasing the butterfly with the roach. Let us spray. See, men are out here confused on any given day, thinking that one that they have isn't good enough, so they're looking around to see what else they can get into and such. Like, you know, that bird in the hand, beast of two in the bush, was supposed to be the way that it was set up. We weren't supposed to be eyeing our neighbor's spouses, but they do that too. Sometimes they don't just eye them, they covet and bed them. And then it ruins two families at the same time because they're selfish. So I understand how it came to be. But that doesn't make it okay, you see. 
And it's not just the men who are doing this thing. There are a lot of women out there trying to catch them a king bee, and they don't actually exist. But they want somebody to help them build an empire, take care of the nest. I get that, too. The reality is this. You cannot make a home with someone who isn't a match for you. So if you end up with a ladybug and you thought that you were going to have a bee, shame on you. Trust me, I've done it before, kissed a few frogs and more. I even had some losers in my life that made me feel like I was the one inferior. It's okay. I came to my senses and I shrugged it off and decided that I was going to have a good day anyway. Even if I end up single and never get married again, I know that I have loved before. If I never do again, but I won't be settling, and I will not be chasing something that I believe to be a butterfly that could end up just simply being a roach, because that's like you being part of the royal family and sleeping with the help, the joker or the jester in your court. It's ridiculous, and you won't be evenly yoked. you got to be with somebody that's going to help you build and love each other and do all that you will to make sure that other person is happy, elevated, and feel safe. But if you get some trash and garbage comes through and there are flies and other pesky bugs around you, you know what to do. Turn on that zapper and spray that raid if necessary and keep on moving on and have a good day. Because you can be a queen bee even without a king, women. Please understand it and love yourself. Being a storm, thank you for indulging me. In peace. My dear brothers and sisters, there are times in our lives where we Indeed, that we are going through challenges and tests for ourselves, and where we may believe that we are the only ones who have a unique set of problems and issues. At times in our lives, we may feel like we are isolated from people, where we may not have any friends to hang out with, where we are losing our relatives and friends left and right, and when we don't see our extended families for months and years at a time, for many years. I felt like that was all by myself because of having a general heart condition, feature impairment, not having a lot of friends in life, not like the other guys I grew up with. You have a disability like me. You are dealing with extreme feelings of loneliness at times. My dear brothers and sisters, no matter how, 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 how you may be going through at this moment in your life right now, but never by yourself because there are hundreds of thousands of people who have overcome the same circumstances and challenges you're facing. But never by yourself because the majority of you have family members and close friends who are in your corner. And you are never by yourself because God will always surround you with his love and the right people. That's at peace. If your heart can talk to you, what would it say to you? Well, mine would say to me that I've been so sick of you treating me any old kind of way. Mine would thank me. Thank you for finally not giving me away to the first person that you thought you loved, for finally not giving me to the first person you lusted. Thank you for finally not putting me on display, for finally stop dropping me off in enemy territory. 
for finally not dropping me off and breaking me in many pieces, for finally being fragile with me and handled me with care, for finally not walking all over me and letting people talk to me any kind of old way, not letting me get abused or used, for finally stop thinking with me first, for finally letting God use you and allow you to trust in him. And if y'all want to hear the rest of that piece, tune in next Monday. We'll be here, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. That's just a little snippet of what I'm working on and what I'm writing on right now, y'all. Yeah, but y'all bet y'all thought y'all was going to hear the whole thing. I, I see y'all getting ready. Right. I see y'all getting ready. That's beautiful, though. I love Brothers Old, Brother Old's piece, too. I, I love the, the whole speed round gives me life. Thank y'all. You're welcome. So we're going to get to why we're here, which is the callers, the callers, the callers. I see y'all on the line. So the first caller we're going to get to, because you've been sitting here for a minute. For a minute. It's 615-448. 615-448. State your name and where you calling from. This is C Double Thirty Four Music and Stereo calling from Hendersonville, Tennessee, north of Nashville, representing Rochester, New York. How are you, Nina Perkins? Wonderful. My sister, Sister Soul Dee Dee, aka <laughs> Gina Storm. I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, I'm in transition, but you know, God's got me. You don't know what's up. Hey. Mm-hmm. So what you got cooking in the lab for us today? I know you got something. Besides fourth quarter material, besides material I have to do for Rebel P. Jones and Elder X and of course um Gina Storm and whatever you got if you got anything. Um <laughs> yes, I gave you a hint. I got this piece right here, and it's called You Can Keep Your Deadlines. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Whenever you're ready, brother, flow the mic is yours. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Some people try to give me deadlines, but I wash them off like wet hair on blondes with headlights. I've been robbing thick chicks with the headlines. I've never blurred my words, never been called absurd. You need more? Absurd. Let this message be confirmed in your rigor mortis. The estimated time of death to your pen, 4.40 p.m. Post-meridian as your body bag material is wrapped in silly strings, played by a concerto under gunshot residue in this very special episode, CSI. I drink my cherry coat and coat and tilt my head to the side in a pose. It's time for various quotes after we compare our notes. Put my microphones under the microscope in the spotlight where I don't need to be popular. Next thing, all the gossips will write, I died behind the lines popping drugs. I make authorities and authors stutter and oscillate by fertilizing the fakes into manure. A pile of shiitake mushrooms around your shih tzu dog. Don't rush or crush this groove. Let the record show it's vibrating in vinyl, my lines I wrote. As you keep your deadlines, 
I'll keep writing past the time you expire. See, others keep offering arguments in Houston, around town, knocking boots. While I put lines in chalk around their archdiocese. Don't they see that like Maya Angelou, I rise above the mark of the beast? I outlive the deadlines. Isn't that obvious that every opponent that opens their mouths, I dominate? That's that piece. Every opponent that you open your mic against, you dominate. I think that that comes from being prepared. You have the full armor of God, so how could you lose? <laughs> Gonna be all right. I've got to love that piece. There was too many moving parts for me to jump on board with them all, but the stuff that I gravitate towards worked. Um, like the the blurred lines, I don't know if it was a Robin Thicke or, or a Marvin Gaye reference. You caught it. Um, you caught it. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't lost on me. So <laughs> I thank you. Just like Nina said, that's that's what you do in the lab. So I appreciate you, all that you do. And I look forward to hearing the set of music. Oh, thank you. I'll figure it out. All right. Thank you, Dex. What do you think about that piece, brother? That piece had phenomenal wordplay in it. And, uh, the message of behind deadlines is we all work. When you're working on a project, we have a certain deadline. And, uh, or in this case, it meant the lines, the lines that people write these days is just full of, full of depth. Not speaking life, man. It's just interesting that you, you did that piece because, you know, when you, every time you do a form of peace, brother, my brother, it comes to life. Metaphor, the wordplay, and the, the use of popular culture, yeah, that's uh, that's required. That's uh, what's needed. It continues to write like that, man. Powerful wordplay was absolutely phenomenal. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you. You're welcome, Nina. What do you have for... Uh, E double thirty four. What I got is don't be putting me on no deadlines and stuff because I I ain't gonna probably make it. I'm telling you ahead of time. <laughs> I don't do deadlines. I don't do good with deadlines. I ain't gonna lie to you. I try, but I don't do good with deadlines. But now nah, I was just playing with messing with you. But that piece was not. I figured you was gonna go. I love it because your pieces say one thing. Their pieces say one thing, but then it's totally something different than what the title is about. You always do that. You always come with like a spin and a twist. I love it. I love it. That piece was amazing, just like you are, bro. Yes. Thank you very like much. Because, you know, when I see deadlines, it's like, okay, you give me a deadline. That means, um, what's my, um, am I dead on arrival or something? I mean, come on now. I, I'll live all this stuff, please. I love it. 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 Yes, Lord. So uh, thank you for calling in, and brother. If you want to, you know, you can stay with us on for the rest of the show. You don't got to get up out of here. You can chill out for a little while. We still got a little bit more show to go. 
I wish I could, but, you know, I got to make the um, rounds, you know, like Gina Storm does at times. So I'm going okay. to the next. But thank okay. you very much for having me. You're so welcome. And I, I wanted to make time to do this for y'all. Okay. Thank you so much. I will appreciate it as always. All right. I'll be back next time. Okay. God bless. Have a good week. All right. One love, one mic to the, all of you. Yes. That was C-double music, y'all. He be calling. Ooh, he call all the time with some cold titles. Like he could do a title. He could say, the title of my poem is Jim Shoes. And you think he finna talk about the shoe, but he talking about something else totally different. But at the end of the poem, the gym shoe gonna tie in there somewhere. But I like that. That's real creative. That's really, really creative. Not everybody can do that. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. Not all poets, spoken word artists can do that. And that's that's a craft to have when you can do that. It's a craft to do speed. It's a craft to do uh, freestyles. That's what I'm trying to say. Freestyles, um, you know, come up with unique titles and, and give it that twist do poems, you know, and bringing your emotion to the forefront. Um, all of those are a sign of good poets, good artists. Um, all of those are. So again, we want to thank C-Double. He always come in, uh, showing up and showing out in here with us. So we are going to get to the next caller. I see you. I see you on the line. Oh, my phone going down. Charge are going down fast. Hold on a second. Seven seven three six six four seven seven three six six four. State your name and where are you calling from? Hey, it's Jamie the artiste from Chicago. Well, hello, Jamie the artiste from Chicago. I was going to call you when I got off the line. I was hoping it wasn't going to be too late. How are you? I'm okay. Mm. Mm. You said what? Hmm? You said you said you hungry? I said I'm all right. Uh, I thought you said I'm all right, but I'm hungry. I was about to say, ooh, uh-huh. let me know. Let you hurry up and no, do this I was, <laughs> No, I was trying to sit up while I was saying that because I know sometimes when I lay down, people be like they can't hear me or understand me. So I was like, let me sit up. <laughs> that is cool. So what you got mustering up in the lab for us tonight? So before I get started, I just wanted to say hey to Brother O and Jamie Storm. Hey, Jamie, love you. <laughs> hey, Jamie, how you doing? Um, hey, hey, hey. Uh, this piece is called Band-Aids. I covered what I didn't like. And I covered with hurts. I covered with broken insides because covering worked. You couldn't see that I was damaged or falling apart or that I'm barely making it while misusing and confusing my heart. But along that night, these bandages squeezed tight, cutting off the circulation and reviving situations that I'm trying to forget. Out of sight, out of mind is what they say. But where's the quote on numbing feelings that I fight through every day? 
like right to the surface, while I pretend that it's not hurting. So I just stick on another bandage and a brave face just to keep from going berserk because it works, or at least it did, but it's not anymore. See, some of these wounds have two layers, others have three, and some four. Now, what was it that I couldn't stand to look at anymore? Why was I trying to cover and bury so deep? What are the things of which I won't speak? See, I can barely remember, but I just want to pretend like it was before. So I felt normal and not so heavy because these things aren't quite covered anymore. See, I used to be quick to repair the adhesive and press it back down, but now when the Band-Aid is flying away, I just let it hit the ground because these Band-Aids are weighing me down, and I feel like I'm going to drown. And since I haven't told anybody, why bother making the sound? How profound. A protective layer is destroying my layers. The irony is existential, but I I used to think that um, having wounds gave me great potential and being corrupted would motivate my mental and consequentially, see, I don't even recognize me. I'm so used to covering up anything I think people would judge and these Band-Aids are now a second skin, a second skin so attached that they won't budge. What did I do to myself? Don't ask me why I didn't ask for help. Just I just stopped reaching out uh, after not knowing where to begin, and I got tired of people telling me that I look fine when this ain't even my skin. I was so distracted trying to heal everybody else that I neglected myself, replacing one bandage after another, swapping with strangers that left me with misery and cliffhangers, and to avoid confrontation, I just feud with my own frustration. And since this patch job was a hack job, see, I'm just left feeling like Frankenstein, some end result of an experimental creation that couldn't be saved in time, feeling inadequate and obsolete, hopeless and incomplete, while compiling a list of things that I won't speak, just trying to be discreet about the fact that I feel beat, but I somehow seem to manage it as long as I have my bandages in peace. Well, that was a mouthful. Um, I know a lot of times I almost felt like I could put a Band-Aid over a Band-Aid because I didn't want to see the boo-boo in between the gap, like just that little bit of time when, when it's going to get some fresh air and then you're going to change it. Yeah, I didn't even want to see that. So I know. And these aren't just physical pains. These are emotional pains. These are emotional pains. Mm-hmm. Attacks on my person, my body, my soul, my spirit. People tried to beat me down and kill me and thought that they could put a Band-Aid on it and I was going to be okay. No. <laughs> so that kind of poetry right there is how we heal ourselves. And even if it didn't help you, I know it helped me. So thank you. Love you, Jamie. Love you, too. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Brother, oh, what you got for Jamie the Artiste? Because that was a mouthful. It was uh that piece is very powerful in the respect of people try to cover up their pain and, and, and wounds with with bandages. When we when we suffer mental trauma in our lives, we try to cover up and put a mask on it. But uh I'm gonna tell you tell you uh two weeks ago I lost my girlfriend suddenly and you know, I appeared I appeared fine on the outside, but on the inside, I was really, really hurting. But the fortunate thing is, 
I've been at this wild. I'm dealing, getting ready to do a, have a heart transplant. The the people here, they uh, they did. They got. I'm in art therapy, and they got services uh, for grief counseling in order for me to deal with the loss of my girlfriend. And uh, I did a tribute to her last week. So that's how I deal with. It. I do poetry. Basically, just uh, express how I feel. That that poem was powerful because you heard about that young lady, that model that killed herself yesterday. Because even when you even when you make it, become famous or make it big, people just don't know what's really going on going on with you. Mm-hmm. And that's why we. That's why it's important to check up on each other every day. See how we doing, and it's okay not to be okay. I tell tell people it's okay not to be okay. What's really bothering? What's really wrong? And uh, you can like point you to point you to things resources that can help. And in my case. I'm grateful that they had grief conference, grief conference, grief conference. And, uh, I'm on a journey toward healing too. Even while I'm going through what I'm going through, I know the time I'm going to heal. You just can't cover the bandages. We are healing. Take, take. We have to. We have to hurt in order to heal. You know, life, life. Not gonna leave you unscathed. So take 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 this with me. Just take it one day at a time. Talk to somebody when you really feeling down and depressed. Because that person that person can make a difference in your life. Reach out to somebody and, and let them know that I'm not okay. That's all I have, Jamie. Yeah, what what you have for Jamie? That that poem was was powerful. <clears throat> I got a lot to say, but I'm gonna save that for my conversation. I'm gonna call you either when I get off of here or tomorrow, but I'm I am going to call you. Um Brother O took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, literally, you took the word right out my mouth. I literally just got off the phone with a friend a few minutes ago, and I got off with another friend yesterday. And I told both of them the same thing you just said, Brother O. It's okay not to be okay. Um, Sometimes some of us don't be okay. But we try to put on these facades, try to put on these um, masks and these faces, these perfect faces and these perfect attitudes, expecting everything to be perfect when it's not. It's okay to say I'm not, not okay. It's okay to say I can't do this. Or it's okay to say I can't do that. It's all right. It's okay. Um, and I just had to tell two friends that. Like one of my friends, I talked to her yesterday. She's a minister. And one of her friends committed suicide while she was on the phone. So that's been messing her up. So I had to 
come to her and talk to her and be real and honest with her. You know what I mean? Because you 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 have a a, a ministry and you ministering to people. And sometimes God is going to take you through stories. He's going to take us. Your testimony is not just one thing and it stops. Your testimony is going to keep going for as long as you on this earth. You're going to keep adding and adding and adding to your testimony to make it stronger and stronger. And some of us are stronger than we give ourselves credit for. But sometimes the strong are so afraid to be weak. They just are vulnerable. They just put on facades and you don't have to be. You don't have to be strong all the time because sometimes the encouragers need encouragement and it's okay. So like I had to tell my friend yesterday, God is going to take you through some stuff and a lot of it ain't going to be pretty. You ain't going to like it, but he's going to take you through that because he's testing you. He's trying to see just how strong you are so when you do talk to his people and you do deliver messages because shoot poets we ain't nothing but like little miniature ministers to be honest with you our words that we say and our poems that we bring actually deliver healing to some people and not only is it healing others, but like Brother O said, it's healing you too. So I agree with him 100%. I was back here like, whoa, come on. I had to make sure I was on mute. I started saying, rewind, Brother O. <laughs> but it's okay not to be okay, sister. So, you know, it's all right. Um, and like I said, I will be calling you. I will, because you've been heavy on my heart for these past few days. Your ears should have been ringing because I've been thinking about you so hard. But uh, <clears throat> I will call you either when I get off the phone or probably tomorrow because I know you got to get up so early. But I love you. And, uh, yeah. If you can, if you want to, you can hang out with us for a little while. If you got to go, we understand. So thank you so much for calling in. No Matter of fact, yeah, if you can't stay on the phone for a few minutes, do that. Okay. Okay. Cause I, yeah. Thank you, sister. Yeah, that's Jamie the Artis. I love her, man. Jamie's such a great person. I finally met somebody who matched my personality. Um She's just a younger version of me, you know, always calling and checking on people and, you know, always caring and being thoughtful to others. And she sends you the cutest, little funniest little messages to make you laugh and make you smile. Um, she's a damn good comedian, singer, poet, all that wrapped up in one. I always call her my triple threat. But yeah, we, I, 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 yeah, God is good, man. God is good. So we're going to get to the rest of the calls. I see y'all with y'all. Hands raised. Who told y'all to raise y'all hands? Now I'm just saying. We're going to get to the next caller. Next caller is the Queen's Court 90. What's going on, sis? How you doing, Nina? How y'all doing, Gina? How you doing, brother? Um, this Queen of Access in the building. I think I'm going to have to let you do my DJ drop. I like how you just said, how you doing, Nina? I'm going to have to let you do my DJ drop. 
<laughs> for real. Jamie's still on, so I can let her know I love you. I love you. I love you. And everything's going to be all right, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, had to come on. I, I missed y'all last week of dealing with some with family stuff, but I'm here <laughs> and enjoying the yeah. vibe. So, let's Man, I am glad you came on. I am glad you're back on with us. So I know you've been in the lab cooking up something because you know you've been dealing with, like you say, family issues. So I, I know you got something in the lab. What you been in the lab cooking up for us? <laughs> Actually, it ain't been a lab. It's just been some healing and healing and, re- and reflection. And I'm glad, you know, um, I wrote this to you because, you know, everybody have their New Year's resolution and everything. I want this. Yeah. And for this year, this is my year and all that. Mm-hmm. And these few, these last few weeks showed me what I really needed to work on. And, yeah, I wrote this to you. So. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Y'all ready? I wrote some. I wrote about it. You want to hear it? Here it goes. <laughs> Do I have your attention? Good. I know that you must be very upset by now. You must want to hurt me bad. Take your hand down off my mouth. Yeah, now you big mad. I'm glad. Say it. Say it. Scream. Don't suppress it. Say it. Say it. Express your feelings. Establish your boundaries. Ain't it funny how life will take your very voice away from you? Because you're trying to be cool, trying to keep everything and everybody cool with you. You want to keep everything together. Perfect. A perfection. And nothing else really matters if it doesn't bother your little cookie cutter so let me be cool with everybody even though everybody and everything ain't cool with me people and circumstances and even some things cross boundaries with me and I just draw the line over and over Okay, and make the same, okay, and make the same mistakes and the same declaration. Here it go. Cross this line and it's over. I cross this line and it's over. All right, cross this line, no, it's over. Open your mouth and speak. Stop caring and caring about everybody else's feelings when they rather destroy your own feelings. Set them boundaries, queen, and say what you mean and mean what you say. And stand by it all the way. It don't matter. 
If it going to make them stay or make them go away, it's cool. Because your peace is more valuable than being cool with them or being perfect, seems like it's being perfect with everyone else but you. Open your mouth and say what you mean. You will not disrespect me. You will not cross another one of my boundaries. You cross this last one and it's over. Please leave. I'd rather have peace of mind. And I'd rather have you not be around me. That's that piece. That's it. That's it, and that's all. Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. that's the kind of poetry that we need. Every time we um, close the door, every time we close the window, every time we, we block and, or delete somebody in real life, I always cut to the trash tip itself out. But it's real easy to hold on to people and feel like that you can fix them or make a situation better. Or maybe if you change, the situation will be better. Nah. Love the people who mm-hmm. love you. Be who you're going to be. And always open up your mouth and talk. My grandmother used to always say that. You'd be surprised at what you can get in life. Just open up your mouth and talk. You said about right. Love you. Love that. Uh, love watching you do the live uh, back and forth about everything in life, including relationships, which I think is very permanent, especially with your generation. That I know a lot of young people um, between 25 and 45 who either are married, considering divorce, or have already married and divorced and are hoping mm-hmm. not to repeat that. I've been divorced twice. I'm not even looking for another husband, but I do know. Mm-hmm. That we all need help. We all need advice. We all need counsel. We all need uh, someone to listen to and, and, and sometimes a shoulder. So your poetry has always been therapeutic for me. Even if I'm not going through what you're talking about, I understand your point of view, and I relate. But, you know, I love you, so I can't wait to come back over there to the Queen's Court with you. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, yes. We coming back tomorrow. Yes. This is going to be fun. I'm going to have to. Yes, indeed. So <laughs> you tomorrow night. Brother, all what you got for Queen Alexis. That's my baby. Hey. Hey, Queen. That's how you doing? I'm doing good. you, I'm doing. I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing good. That's good. What I wanted to say was, uh, you know, your poem really spoke about spoke about setting boundaries with certain people, and uh, in order for us to grow, my sister, sometimes you have to let the people off. They're not. They have liabilities in our lives. You know. An example, an example of um, when Jesus cut, when Jesus went to the fig tree and it didn't produce any fruit, he spoke to him and said, "You shall produce no more fruit." And the tree died. In order for us to grow, to grow into what we're supposed to be, my sisters, sometimes we have to cut people off that don't don't mean us any good, even if it's family members. And 
my philosophy is if you don't mean me no good, I'm, I can cut you off and keep my distance from you. Because it's not like I don't care about you, I don't love you. I mean, it just sometimes change. People change, and people evolve, and people change, and it is not in human nature for us to like everybody or love everybody, because I sure don't. But as, as you said, sometimes you have to set boundaries. You have to draw the line somewhere. Right? Like, like your people, a person is not doing you any good, doing you any good in your life, you need to cut that person off. Even if it's somebody you've known for a long time or one of your associates that you recently connected with. So uh, thank you for writing that poem. Thank you for writing that piece because uh, it's important for us to keep our sanity. Mm-hmm. Keep our sanity mm-hmm. in peace because, because when, you, when you give our bad vibes, it throws a piece off. Just be around people that's peaceful and drama-free. That's all I got to say. Hey, thank you, brother. Oh. And what do you have for, for Queen Alexis, that poem right there? Thank you. <laughs> that poem was real-life testimony. Um, that's exactly what that was. That was real life. That was testimony. That was genuine. That was from the heart. That's what makes you a great poet. That's what makes you a great artist. When you're able to speak testimony, you're able to speak truth, you're able to let your emotions come through your piece. That's what makes a great artist. It's not how many times you get on the stage and you got the little hot little punchlines and the metaphors and the soliloquies. That does not make you a great poet. What makes you a great artist and keep you around for a long time is exactly what you just did. And uh, I am so freaking proud of you. I've been watching your growth and your maturity through your artwork, through your just everything, everything you doing. I just look and just smile like a big sister. I'm just like that happy over the top big sister. And I'm just so proud of you. And I speak nothing but life over you and my babies. Every time I talk to my babies and you, y'all make my day. I swear to God, y'all make my day. Uh, so I just want to say, God bless you, sister. God bless your family, your mom. And I just want to speak none but life over you guys right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. So love you, Nina. Love y'all. Love you, Gina. Love, love you, brother. Yes. Yeah, so if you can stay on because love I have too. a feature. I have a feature that's on tonight. She had to get on late with us, but I don't give a, a rat ass. She on. I need y'all to. I need. I need y'all to stay on and hit his sister. Um. So I'm gonna get to her. Thank you so much, sis, for calling in. I will be calling in tomorrow night with you and getting on the show. Love you. Mm-hmm. So if you could, you Love got time. You. Stay on for a little bit. Okay. Stay on. Okay, for I will. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My feature is so cool. Like last week, she was actually anteing up her posse, baby. They was finna drive 
from St. Louis to Chicago because she thought the 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 feature was over was like in real life. But we was like, no, it's I. I'm glad I called her and told her, no, we're gonna be on the radio. It's over the phone. <laughs> but see how God moved <clears throat> just by her thinking that she had to drive from St. Louis. God allowed me to have a uh, open mic where you can come uh, from St. Louis and get on the microphone for real and be a feature. So see how stuff works. So I'm going to get my girl Rachel on the phone. What's up, sis? Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. I am. I am so wonderful. I am. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. Like they say, you cannot kill a person with soul. When I tell y'all this sister right here has the most powerful voice, singing and poetry, she can sing her butt off. And her story, like I said, that's what makes a good artist. When you're speaking through testimony, when you're speaking your truth and not afraid to tell it, um, that's what makes you a good artist. When I first heard this sister, we was at, at ease. And I was like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I grew so up with that support. So, yeah. Man, I am so honored that you on the line sharing your poetry with us, sister. How you been? You been all right? I have. I've been, you know, I'm I'm blessed despite, you know, whatever life gives me because, uh, you know, a mindset. That's all. That's all it is. But I really appreciate you having me on the show. Um, you know, as you know, this is what I do. And uh, and my name is Ray Lay Down the Truth because that's what I'm hoping to, you know, if I can be transparent with people, then maybe they can learn from my testimony and, and make it out on the other side where it might look like they ain't going to make it, you know. And we all got a story, so you know, I'm just sharing mine, my one little piece of the pie, you know. So, want you tell but, a little um, people a little a, a little bit about you? Like, what inspired you to write? What what motivates you? What keeps you going? Tell us a little bit about you. Well, um, I would say poetry definitely um, came out of pain and enlightenment, um, and I grew up in um, in foster care. At 12, my parents went to prison, and I grew up in the foster care system. And then, um, you know, by 15, I was a heroin addict. Um, I was a heroin addict for 15 years. I got clean three years ago. Um, and since then, uh, well, I guess for about a year now, I've been going to open mics and sharing my poetry uh, with people. And at first it was old poetry, but um, going to the open mics made me really pick back up uh, writing and sharing more of my story and more of this enlightenment that I found. And, you know, just trying to basically, you know, be a messenger of hope, you know. So that's Ooh, me, you, pretty much. You, you definitely are. So what motivates you? What gets that ink to bleeding in that pen? What what motivates you? Um, yeah, that's what I'm now it's enlightenment. Before it was it was pain, you know. Um but I I just personally love to write. I 
I look forward to writing. Um, in my head, I have a whole lot to say. <laughs> I'm quiet if I'm around you, you know what I mean? But uh, in my head, I got a lot to say. So that's how I get it out in poetry. It's, it's, it's the pain that I went through in my life and later in my years, the enlightenment that I found. And it's just, I feel like it's my, it's a, it's a connection to source. It's kind of like, um, like I'm channeling to my, from my higher self onto paper. Nice. So Gina or Brother O, do either one of y'all have a question to ask her before I let her get into her poetry? I, I, I didn't have a question as much as I did a comment. Um, she was saying where she was performing her poetry and who she was um, speaking to. I wanted to know if she travels to do that. Does she ever come, you know, here to Illinois or in the Chicagoland area at all? Um, so I did. I went to Chicago twice and um, Peoria, and I even went to Vegas. Um, but it was mostly for um, open mics and sometimes just to support other poets that I know in my area. We'll all get together and we'll go and and crash an open mic, you know. Um, to invite you, February 22nd on Black Road and Joliet. I'm Gina Storm, and I'm, I'm hosting my first open mic this year. My first open mic since COVID. Um, so I will give the details to Nina, and she can pass it on to you. And if it's possible, come out this time. But it will be one Tuesday a month, um, starting with the 22nd of February. And Tuesday, and night, it's on Tuesday, February twenty second. Yeah, you said it's in Jolette, Illinois. Joliet, yes, ma'am. Um. Okay. I yeah. Live in I live Joliet. Nina works here. Yeah, I just had people go out to Jolette, like just last okay. week. You know what I'm oh. talking about? <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. cousins in St. Louis, so maybe I can come down to an open mic there. Hell yeah! Come on down. We got lots of them. Okay. We got. We got. Uh, yeah, yeah, we need uh, social media. Um, yeah, we'll have to connect. We need to continuously network and invite each other out. When Brother O gets out the hospital, he's one of the biggest supporters of the poetry community that I know. The only reason he's not going from mic to mic is because he's in the hospital. But outside of that, he would be right there, too. So this is what we do, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank well, you thank for bringing you. another superstar in our midst. Uh, you I appreciate that. Yeah. Brother, you got a question yeah. to ask? Hello, Rachel. I'm Brother O. You know, I'm biggest supporter of Chicago Poetry. Uh, when, you, when you said when you said that you're quiet underneath, but when you're on that stage, it's like it's like you speak God speaks in your poetry. That's exactly what happens to me. I write about life experiences, everything I experience in life. And it is refreshing to to uh have a sense of that have a sense of just light me out here, you know, it, it it's refreshing and uh I'm looking forward to hearing so many pieces and uh when I do get out of this hospital, when I do fully recover from my upcoming transplant, I definitely gotta come out to St. Louis and tell Tell the tell the people 
how I uh, overcome a heart transplant and two weeks ago I lost my girlfriend. Wow. It's just, it's just, it's just, I know what I'm going through now, this great test is going to be a greater testimony when, I, when it's all said and done. I just truly believe that. And yeah. He said, you yeah. overcame the heroin addiction. That, 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 that's a, a sign of God can do, do anything. You know what I mean? I'm just, okay, right. man, let, let's, uh, okay, man, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's hear, let's hear our sister. I'm ready, I'm ready to hear, to hear some of the powerful poetry. All right, All sister, right. so what I want to what I want you to yes. do is, because see, I, I had the honors of hearing you, so I want everybody else to hear what turned my head and made me be like, wow. <laughs> so if you could, do two hot pieces for us right quick. You said do two pieces? All right. I'm going to do an old one and a new one. I'm going to start with the new one. Life goes on. And thank you to all you devils and bitter levels. To all you pushers and yellers, I've been pushed and pulled my whole life. Screams in my face and whispers to never wife. Told no one loved me and I'd never make it. Purposely starved, so I'd take shit. A created monster, then condemned for hunting the fleshly whims. You left me for dead and made me find this beast within. And I thank you. You pushed me out my nest whether I believed I could fly or not. And not only did I fly out the darkness, I fucking soared. Now you see me and you're sore. Like, you mad or nah. Enemies meet in tight halls. So, get ready. This non-existent marriage is annulled and my light precedes your walls. Find your demons and turns them boy men to frogs. I turn darkness to dust and sweep they ass up. I ain't no witch, but I am that bitch and I ain't gotta fight. I shine so bright that all I got to do is flip the light switch and I be shit. And you ain't got to believe it. I do. Matter of fact, thank you for not. I find my light in your dark spots. And you ain't got to heal. But you sure the hell ain't hurting me and not doing so. And I'll be the one to solidify that. Trust me. Or don't. It don't matter because I'm sure. So all you motherfuckers whose intentions ain't pure, don't mess with me. Watch how you proceed. This light pushes darkness feet makes them crazy like the zombies they are biting it air and shit huh miss me with it i don't get with it move i don't need you or your answers i talk to god and our ancestors avoiding your cancers like the plague your waters are tainted shallow and vague i don't swim in muddy waters i ain't no fool so who the fuck you fooling boo you can't make me out to be whatever suits in your scenario yeah, I'm the bad guy and you're the hero, but the truth is, you're the bad vibes bumping out the stereo, and you got mad when I put that bitch on zero, and I started to climb, leaving your ass behind, too healed to be bothered, and it bothers you that I don't play in them playgrounds with you no more. I've healed, and you're still sore. Well, I'm sorry, but we're responsible for our body, and I put in work. Willingly and unwillingly, a wounded bird made to migrate only through universal law. You don't move me. You hurt me, but I heal and lose just a little bit more fear. I will sacrifice to make me right, fight or flight. 
I exist and I belong, making my right, righting my wrongs. I be your bygone. I ain't no killer, but I said don't push me. Don't rile me up and hush me. You must not see me for me, thinking you can crush me, baby. I've had the weight of the world on me and still rose. You really think little O you doing the most will change that? Huh, it won't, but I think that. Another challenge is faithfully accepted. When my peace and purpose is messed with, just call me reverend. I be doing exorcism like Jesus in Jerusalem. My people don't believe me or the truth. But that's all right. When the darkness gets too heavy, I'll still have this light. It don't die. It won't die. And I can't lie. It was found in your darkness. I found the light. You don't have that switch to it. So don't be mad when I switch to. Thank you, drugs. Thank you, foster care system. Thank you, predators. Thank you, abusers. Thank you, darkness. For alone and beaten, I found the light I'm marked with. And if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be this strong to do all I need to do. So thank you. May all that is deserved to you come to you tenfold. Love and life. And that's that piece. That was powerful. We we know you need to get the spiritual next piece, so we can wait and give our commentary afterwards if you'd like to go just um, to the- Yes, because I know that was a long one. <laughs> no, um, we need <laughs> We just composed ourselves. That's all right. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we don't care, but ain't no such thing as a long piece. There ain't no such thing as a long piece. So that don't matter how long it is. It's power, and we need to hear it. Thank you. I'm gonna switch to this other one. I'm gonna switch it up. I think this one is too. Okay. I'm gonna give a piece of my history that ties with systematic slavery that we've had for centuries. Despite being white, I have seen the best in both of both worlds that have been systematically separated and twirled and turned against one another. Suffering from a society where system is mother, though completely disconnected from each other. But if God's father, then ain't you brother and sister? It ain't no mystery. Can't you see they rewrote our history to fit their agenda? Do not commend them and try to spin them right, to try to silence your mind, because look, mine won't let me. She's loud and will drown these clowns. Opposition don't affect me. I know their perspective's infected, but I will not let the truth be disrespected. This mouth be reckless, and here she go. I was 12 years old, living a regular life in an area predominantly white. Hard-working two-parent home, still struggling from the American strife. Father struggling from superiority, superiority complex, beating his wife from countless generations showing him that's right, to not show emotions and work till night. No wonder why after work all he wanted to do was drink and fight, and his easy outlet was his wife. But one night he met a man with a plan that would demand he gamble it all for the American dream. And in between the scales and beams and sleepless screams, he cooked up a quarter milli. Six months later, he was left with no in prison, no family. But at the time on the scale between dope and the money, he lost what mattered. The same thing he risked it all for, his family. Or was it for the dream America sold him, that they then stole from him? They hijacked his soul and pawned it in exchange for fool's gold and broke him. From breaking his back hanging drywall to provide to now stuck in prison walls from pride. I sit and watch the lies America tries and hides. 
pedophiles as foster parents and working class at their demise, working to death, just trying to survive, make it make sense, or at least enough dollars, damn. They take our shit like a coloscopy bag and then turn around and tax us on it. This whole system is quadrant. The system is Satan. But we're many gods, so together we're greater. There's no debate there, but there are connections. Make them. Address your problems and fears and face them. And remember, that changes them, not erases them. Perspective and energy is everything, so it must be molded. And then systematic racism will be unfolded once we all realize our unity is so golden and godly that Satan built a system to stop it with the ultimate divide and conquer methods. Got everyone living so reckless, like parasitic infections, but I'm reaching right. Then why is racism so black and white? It's not. It's them stirring the pot. You steal and give one color authority over another and change the story. The truth is, you sold us a dream that is a living nightmare. You rigged the game, then said you'd fight fair. But only if your skin's fair. An unsaid disclaimer. Karen was groomed that way. Do you blame her? Her perspective is privileged. I'm trying to bridge this gap of Karen and Keisha, who are both on systematic leashes, taught to fight and fear each other by Satan's teachers, all including politicians and preachers. Yet we have the power to impeach them. I mean, I'm not reaching. Do you hear me? It's, each it's not each other we should be fearing. It's the sin we're born into. And that is the system that killed all natives and lynched them and left us as products of this system. So why the fuck would you trust them? Step away from the sheeple and come back and protect our people. We will win if we are one. Stop throwing each other under the bus. This has been going on for years. I've experienced this from all colors of peers, all influenced by fears of the unknown. But it's shown me that the truth is, when we were kids, we did not care about color. That, form, that thought form was created by the conditioning of others. Environmental, a virus mental, toxic and contagious, and it's active in all races. And this, satis, this satanic system created it. So why would you want to partake in it? Put a fucking mask on that. Take this vaccine effects. It's more effective than them COVID jabs, respectfully. I'm just saying, this systematic division is sad. Two plus two in its math. So instead, choose to add, not fall for the hype of these hollow pipeline schemes. They sell as dreams. Nothing is as it seems. You must step back and untangle the weaves. With truth and acceptance comes peace. Use your words wisely and practice what you preach. Be constructive or don't speak. Self-control is not weak. Survival is vital for the meek. So Ephesians 6 is the words we speak, hence why I won't quit. We are universes, and uni means one. So I'm just spitting verses, trying to connect the two to the one and reverse their curses. For this work is not done. So I continue to connect with others and keep my face to the sun, exposing the truth about melanin and those with next to none, spun to be enemies. And it's all a setup. And my spirit's fed up, I must speak. I must seek the transparent truth embedded in these systematic roots. And that's the apple tree Eve ate from. That's where the hate come from, Satan's fruit. Our birth certificate ties us to the lies America tries and hides in its roots. The seeds planted were rotten. 
but it's going to take many of us to replant, rebloom, and blossom. For truth is, the only thing that will stop them is unity, and it's been proven and fossiled. The change that coming is colossal, and I'm, I'm deading the docile, for this is a war of right, not one of black and white, and I'm writing history, solid on which side of the fence I be. And the big question is, who's coming with to apply pressure to lip lips? And that's that piece. They're both pretty long, huh? <laughs> Hold on right quick, Jenna, before you, before, you, um, before you say something. Hold on. Sis, because you just do me a favor. You ain't even got to do a whole piece. Just sing something. I just want them to hear the power in your voice when you sing. Just whatever comes to your mind. Just a little, just a little yeah, snippet of something. You know I ain't no singer. You know I'm not. I even said it before I did my poetry. I, I literally have one poem that I sing on. But I will do that one little hook piece that you heard. I will do that part. Okay. <laughs> Look what I've grown through. Look what I've grown through. Look what I've grown through. You never know what you can do. That's it. That's all I'm giving you. <laughs> That's all I sang in front of you. Was that piece? <laughs> and that all right, a whole long ahead. piece. I'm gonna do that piece. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, go ahead, Dina. I'm gonna take notes and miss you all. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this: if if we can only get a snippet of a song, that was plenty. And thank you. But when you, you gave us you on a palette. And it's just like you pulled two pieces out of your notebook, opened up your heart, and in, in, in two, two the, the left and the right ventricles of your heart to spilled out on paper and let us hear it. Thank you. Thank you for letting us in. Thank you for giving us your gift and sharing your words and taking us on a journey with you so that we can know what it is to be you because it's one thing to read someone's poetry. It's something else for them to read it. But when you recite a piece, you performed it with your heart, with your soul, and not just your voice. So thank you. We've been, we've been blessed. We, that that Nina was always, already aware of. Appreciate that. Brother, oh, what you got for the poet? We, we, we don't get features often. When we get them, we know why. Yeah. Well, uh, I really appreciate that. All I can say is, uh, oh, my goodness. This uh, we tell you something. You are one of the most powerful sisters that I've ever heard. And this is my first time hearing you. My God. Your story, your your level of transparency with both pieces was right, was spot on. My goodness. That those two poems, I mean, this is why I do poetry. Yeah, I'm not afraid to be transparent about what I'm experiencing or going through. And my God, when you talked about talked about your experience in the foster care system, my goodness, wow! And it's proof that God can turn your situation into something until until a testimony that yeah. others need to hear others. Yeah. And others was really oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, my goodness. And uh I cannot I cannot leave I cannot I cannot leave without getting your faith 
need to make sure we get consistent space for information because, because uh, I come to St. Louis, I I gotta I gotta see this just in person. Oh my God. <laughs> You know, I personally don't have any open mics that I do. I used to. Not right now, yeah. but um, I am connected to plenty of people that have them and that would, I'm oh, sure, yeah. love to have you guys down. I know um, starting back in about May, they're going to be doing a lot of shows um, again. So, yeah, yeah, maybe, you know, when it's not so cold in uh, Chicago and St. Louis, <laughs> um, there we're going to be having a lot more shows. Matter of fact, we got a big one coming um, Father's Day weekend, two days, both days, Saturday and Sunday. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm I'm Rachel Ann Lay on Facebook. I'm logged out of my artist page. I, I can't. I'm locked out of it. I can't get into my artist page right now. So. Everything I'm moving through my Rachel Lay page. Yeah, it's R A C H A E O. That Rachel and then Ann A N N and then Lay L A Y. Got it. Got it. Got it. And 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 your name's Brother O on Facebook, and then um yeah, Omar Omar. Oh my brother old Gavin on Facebook. That's me. Omar, okay. Yeah, brother old right. Gavin. Well, I would yeah, definitely approve you. Yeah. I would love to have all you guys on here. I'm hoping to go up there soon, so maybe Joe Lett, February twenty second. My birthday is the seventeenth, so maybe. Okay, yeah, support Gina. Yeah, go out there and support my sister Gina and then after I get to do this transplant and he come home and recover. You know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, uh, definitely coming out to St. Louis. Definitely, that's going to be one of my stops. Well, I, I surely hope that you have a speedy recovery. And, like, I think it's amazing that you're, like, still supporting. And, I mean, that's that's some true commitment right there. That's love and passion. And you got to, I respect the shit out of that, so. Thank you for being a part of it and giving me, you know, your opinion. That means a lot. And thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. I know that you, um, you really like the poetry, and I didn't even get to to hear your poetry, you know. So I I appreciate that you know you called me on the show and you know let me do this. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I've been while in the hospital. I've been doing uh, live performances of my poetry while I'm in my room. So connect with me, and uh, I got several several videos posted up, and um, just just check them out and 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 give me your feedback. I surely will. I surely will. Thank you. Oh, I need a what do you what do you have for for this? This powerful sister that you introduced us to tonight. Mm-hmm. Like one of my new cousins. <laughs> <laughs> she already knows. She's family. She first cousin. Now you don't get him on the show. Yeah, first cousin. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant to say. First cousin. You are first cousin. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, <coughs> oh, I'm getting choked. I need to give me some water. 
first of all, I want to say thank you. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. Thanks a million for coming on the show. Um, I thank so truly appreciate it. So like I said, God has blessed. I thought that was the cutest stuff in the world. You was rallying up the posse, baby, to get in the car to come yeah. to Chicago. I had to stop yeah, myself. Like, no. You don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't be on the air on the radio. So I'm saying that to say this. You might as well any them up again. This time you really got exactly. somewhere to come and do your mic, your uh, open mic on the stage because God has blessed me. I have not been a host of an open mic show in 18 years. And I had 18 years ago, I was hosting four shows on four different sides of town at the same time. I was wow. doing four. And it I, I kind of you know fell back from it for a while. And it's been 18 years since I've been a host of an open open anything. So this next Wednesday coming up. I will be back down. I'm coming out of retirement. Uh, I will be hosting my very first, uh, well, open mic in 18 years. Um, it's a place at the out here in Bellwood called what used to be called the Touch of the Past. Now it's just called the Touch. A lot of poets that's on the scene. We all been through that place. Everybody has grace that stage. Some of your professional comedians that you see, Rodney Perry, uh, Tyler, uh, uh, Dion Cole, Lorel, mm -hmm. all of them have graced the stage before. So um, I will be hosting next Wednesday. Um, God is good. I am so excited. So now you do have a place to come to. So you, might, you can ante up the posse. Let's go. I, I got you. I so got you. I got you. Every Wednesday, I'll be there every Wednesday. Okay, yeah. well, I will definitely let you know when the next road trip is. We're gonna yeah, come, we gonna come take over St. Louis, take over. You already know that y'all be coming <laughs> posse up, baby, when y'all come. That's what's up, man. God is good. I'm so glad you called in and was able to, yeah, you know, I'm so glad I met you. Thank you. No problem. You spoke healing into my people. I appreciate it. We got one more caller on the line. I'm gonna keep you off of mute so you can be on the on the phone. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna mute everybody. We got one more caller on the line, and we are going to we we're getting down to the end of the show. We normally end our show with like a positive word before we get up out of here, but I'm trying to come up with something clever to end the show with. So we're gonna get to our last caller on the line, uh, which is sincere from California. Yeah, What's cousin. going on, sincere? Hey, yeah, well, yeah, how I'm are wonderful. you? I'm wonderful. I'm vertical. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all, man. Yeah. So, did you hear? Did you hear any of the show? Did you hear our poets? Oh what you think God, about our poets? Oh my God! Just this salute to everybody. Um, just it was just straight fire. Um, it, it's just it's just beautiful. It's just strictly, nice. strictly beautiful. Yep. So I, I, our sisters came on the show and showed up and showed out because you know y'all it sure it's all men on the show and me and Zena be the only females but tonight it was yeah. all women on the show that called in and yeah, got out uh, just salute to all the women and I, and I love it yes. 
That's what's up. What you got? What you got cooking in the lab for us? Take us home. Okay. Okay. It's all about you. This is my apologies. This was inspired by uh, J. Rob, uh, the wise son. So it goes. It's been a while. Now, since I should have came around to apologize for my actions, on any attempt to justify my own brokenness, it's all about you. Let me apologize. Letter of offering up and opening a page from a past <coughs> that shouldn't have been about ego, selfishness, pain, or even disconnect. Should I check my own thoughts of JD's revenge for my true self? I owe you an apology. This is my way to say, allow me to be myself around you with unconditional love. All day from this forgotten years, behind a stone in a storyline in which this was about you and my actions that have an enormous effect on our child and children, whose battlefield is distrust, pain, and being hurt from misleading our own very private point of view and sight in front of them. I gave it my all when my all wasn't the best over a pond of dead dreams of sticking a window rain on a windowsill on a sometime hopeful stuck in translation on a flight to and from empty glasses of distilled dust at mistrust. It's all about you. Don't know if and now nor or later this would have helped only if an hour was made with a jazz note saying to me, you love me and love me for me added value unto and into a soul that never tasted honey so pure. A man will only fight for his peace of mind when he give his all. I saw you with action since action speaks louder words. What was I had to learn was a place of forgiving me for going a million miles on faith. I found out I haven't ran from bullshit sincerely knowing it wasn't on my watch. However, should I have looked past the pain of and off cornerbacks knowledge that thinks and thinks about you when I love and love wasn't really about me or about my ego this is about you forgive me sincere from los angeles that's that piece sincere thank you twin that yes, was one always when did you write that for j rob on thursday no um i had called him uh, you know i just called him to check on him and, he, and we was uh, a private call and just he said something to me, and I had started this, and I didn't know where to go. Okay. And he hit me. Then that's when I just finished it. Well, that's one of the beautiful things about being inspired. Poets being inspired by other poets. Sometimes it's not even their poetry. Sometimes it's just a conversation. So I know how that comes to be. I love the fact that that's your prompt was another something else that another poet said. And three, I, you know, I, I love John Robinson. He has a good dude. So... I salute that in the poetry. Thank you for coming through, my brother, this Monday as usual. Absolutely. Hey, brother. Oh, what you got for our brother since here from Los Angeles? Uh, that, was, that was really nice. Really nice poem about, all about you. Wow, that creativity was off the charts. The mm -hmm. wordplay was, was good. The message was powerful. That's right. Except whenever I hear these brothers and sisters, just, uh, uh, that's a beautiful poem just to be inspired by somebody else. Uh, uh, that, that, that's what poetry is all about. I appreciate that. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, for sincere.
my cousin. <laughs> yeah, cousin. Look at it. Look at you sneaking in here and showing up and showing out. Let me find out. Let me find out. Hey, that piece was hot. You always, always bring the heat. And uh, I, I just love it. Like I say, every time I listen to you, it has is always a treat. This tonight, this was like a really cool show, man. Everybody called in. Everybody did the damn thing. Everybody was you know vulnerable told your testimony spoken your truth told your story healed each other helped each other i just i freaking love it and um i just want to say to every last one of y'all job well done job well done job well done i was over here just i was i was over here just a smiling (laughs) so before we get off the word I said, before we get off the word, ooh, Jesus, before we get off the phone, we always do a positive word before we get off the phone. And um, the positive word that I'm going to choose is laughter. I'm going to choose laughter. Something, I keep trying to go away from that word. I keep trying to go away from that word, but something keep bringing me back to laughter. So that's our positive word for tonight. So I'm going to get everybody take on laughter uh, before we get up out of here. What say you, Gina Storm? I love laughter, but my favorite laughter of all laughter, baby. When a baby giggles, I feel like it's music. Baby laughter gives me life. I actually have recorded my grandchildren laughing and play it sometimes to cheer myself up. So yeah, the best laughs for me are baby laughs. Small children, young people, kids who haven't gone through puberty yet. Yeah. Laughter of children. Mm-hmm. That's my word. Yes. Well, say you, brother. Oh, what's your take on the word laughter? Laughter to me is like medicine. Simply so, in in uh, in this cold world, we need to need to uh, just take the moment and and laugh at and and laugh at some laughs. You know, you know when we're going through our storms, it's good to laugh. Just think about something funny. Just just laugh and just laugh out loud. Laugh at you inside us. Laugh at you cry. Laugh it. Laughter is good for the soul because it heals. It's a healing. It's one of the prop has such healing properties to it. We need we need, to, we need to just find something during the day that that you know find something during the day to just 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 bust out laughing. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Laughter is good for the soul, baby. It's just good for the soul. Like they say, sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying. But I tell you what, at the end of the day, I'd rather be smiling. I'd rather for my face to be hurting because I'm smiling so much instead of my face to be hurting because I'm frowning. You know what I mean? Life is supposed to be about joy. Life is supposed to be about happiness. 
you're supposed to love, you're supposed to laugh, and you're supposed to live your best life. Um, and that's just that's, that's what I, you know, I encourage everybody. You know, you can't put your life on pause because of your been throughs. We all go through something. But at the end of the day, you got to find that silver lining and you got to be able to smile. You got to be able to dust your shoulders off, put on your armor, put them boots on, tie them up tight and walk in your glory, walk in your greatness. You can't sit around and be in your sorrows forever. At one point, you're going to have to let it go and you're going to have to, man, move on and keep moving and keep pushing. Because God didn't put us on this earth to be no sad people, not at all. He didn't put us on this earth for us not to be strong and experience strength. He didn't do that. So I just want y'all to keep the faith, keep pushing on, and at the end of the day, just keep laughing, keep smiling. Yay. So that's my take on the word, smile. But, Jamie, I'm going to get your take. If you're a comedian, what's your take on the word smile? I mean, laughter. I'm sorry. Um, I think laughter is a good thing. I know a lot of people say laughter is healing. So I think if people are able to see something or hear something or even be around people that makes them laugh, I think that's, you know, a part of like the natural healing things. And it obviously like elevates, you know, people's energy levels and things like that. And just, you know, just to be able to find a group of people or just a person that you're able to just exchange that with and create those memories and those moments and those inside jokes with, I think that's, I think that's good, you know, genuinely, because, you know, a lot of people be like phony or whatever, but to have that genuinely, I think, I think that's really good and rare these days, you know, especially with everything going on. And then on top of that, People got, you know, personal things that they're dealing with. So if you're able to just have a moment or so throughout the day or, you know, with the person and you're always able to just have a good laugh, I think that's good. You know, even if you see something on the Internet or whatever that makes you laugh to yourself, that's good too, you know. And you're able to share that with somebody. Like, hey, look what I saw. Or you forwarded and you're able to just kind of, you know, and they say laughter is contagious. So if you get a good, genuine laugh going and you're able to share that and spread that across a room or across a group of people, I think that's great. Amen. Amen. That's a great answer. <laughs> so sincere cousin, what's your take on the word laughter? Oh, wow. Laughter <laughs> is about laughing at yourself, at your mistakes. Laughter is reminding yourself um, when you're spreading some, as you say, uh, ministry work, because poetry is ministering to others. Uh, we, we, we're, we're laughing at those yet to come. And we, we just it, taking time out and just enjoy life at its fullest. That, to me, is laughter. When you mention, and everybody's mentioned, when you have that down moment and you just, in, inside of you, make yourself laugh and forget that we all have a bag to carry, and just remind us of that every every bag has its own priest in it that we each of those got to deal with. That will get you through the day. And that's my point of laughter. Yes, Lord. That is that is what's up. Especially like if you can just sit around 
And then all of a sudden just break out laughing and everybody around you looking at you like, what the heck is wrong with her? Why she just started laughing? It's because it like 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 y'all said, when you got people around you and you got them memories and you just think about something funny that somebody might have yeah. did or said, I think that's that's cool. Because uh, <clears throat> when we was in Miami, <clears throat> me and Jamie was in Miami, we had a inside joke that we was doing while we was in Miami and I ain't gonna lie I was in the uh, store the other day <clears throat> and listening to this man's talk and talking his accent he sounded like her <laughs> when she was mocking this lady at the uh at the hotel y'all had to been there to hear how Jamie was doing this African voice it was hilarious Oh my God. So I thought about her the other day when I was at work and just fell out laughing. I know everybody was like, What is wrong with this girl? Why is she Nina? Huh? Nina. I think uh-huh. we should probably get in some conflict so they can just kinda get an idea of why it was so funny to begin <laughs> with. It, it was funny because like the housekeeper was like they just kept almost like rushing us out of the room like every morning. So they can get in and clean. I get in hindsight that they may may have been on like a time schedule, but it was almost like a pushy, like hurry up and get dressed and get out kind of thing. And we just like, well, we even did this. And it was like, they didn't care. They were just like, and then, you know, we were, yeah, it was so funny. Cause I'm just like, I'm like, these are the pushiest housekeepers I've ever seen. Most people would be like, okay, we'll come back around. So they'd be just like, come on, hurry up. Let's go, please. Let's go. And I'm like, dang, can we get dressed first? Like, what the age? This is the pushing you don't know And then like, we started sitting around like, what did you try to get here for? And then me just being silly was just like, they probably want to rifle through our bags. You know how they do, looking for gifts and stuff. And then I was just like, yes, yeah, the guys, they're right there. And Nina was just like, I had the do not disturb sign on the door. He still was trying to get it in. And Nina was like, I was so scared. I was just like, are you serious? Because we had left her up there and she wasn't feeling well. And she was just like, I put the signs on everything in and put the lock on the door. And he's still trying to break in there telling me to open the door so he can get it in and clean. And she, I was just like, what? That is, that's <laughs> I was just like, he wasn't expecting nobody in here. He's probably tough. And then, you know, you know, the, I guess the law is they can't clean with nobody in the room due to like, you know, people probably accusing them of assault or whatever. So, you know, I, you know, like they won't clean if you're in there. So Nina was just like, he was telling me I got to go downstairs so he can clean. I'm just like, you told him you weren't feeling well and he still was trying to put you out to clean. That is just brutal at all. And then I was just like, he told me, please, please, please. I need to rummage through your bags. I need to find a gift. It's my wife's birthday. Please go downstairs and wait for me. Please. Oh, I need to clean. I want to rummage through your bags. Please hurry. Go. Wow. The sign on the door, she's like, I'm not oh, feeling man. it. Neither was like, I was scared. He was trying to break up in here. And I'm like, dang, that is crazy. I'm like, he was trying to get in our bags heavy. I'm like, he wasn't going to find nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it was just hilarious because she kept doing this voice. Oh, I was rolling because I'm talking behind the door, letting the lady know I ain't got no clothes on. I was so sick. I wasn't feeling good. 
and she was really trying to get me to my i gotta go downstairs so she could come in the room lady could you come back tomorrow she was like no she wanted to do it right then but it was just funny and like i said i was just thinking about that at work the other day and just fell out laughing y'all so laughter it's a great thing man well let's start let's try to do more of it try to be happy you know what i mean i understand we all going through something, but God got us, man. At the end of the day, we all going to be okay. So, you know, check on each other, love on each other, man. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right, y'all. That's right. So that is the end of the show. I want to say thank you guys for tuning in to your national four-time award-winning POET radio. This is your award-winning voices behind the pins. We hear each and every Monday night. Uh, what do we eat? Eight Central, nine Eastern, seven Mountain, six Pacific. Uh, just check y'all local time zones. It's always a joy to have you guys call in and share your stories and share good laughs with us. So we want to say, have a great and prosperous week. I pray that whatever you guys ask for, pray for that it comes to comes true. And I hope you guys' lives are better and filled with laughter and joy. And uh, good night. Love you guys. Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.